Welcome to the Soul Full Podcast. I'm your host, Audrey. This podcast is all about nourishing the mind, body, and soul. Whether it be personal growth, fuel, or movement, I'm here to support you as we are on this ever-flowing journey together. Hello, I hope you are having a good morning, day, or afternoon. I don't know if my voice sounds a bit tired, but this is literally the first time I'm speaking today, so um, hopefully I don't sound too groggy. Um, It's like 7.27. sounds pretty early, I guess, maybe for a lot of people, but um, I just kind of always wake up at like 6.15 because that's when I wake up for work, and then even on the weekends when I try to sleep in, I just end up waking up this time as well. So here we are. And I guess I just had like a few things that I've been working through on my own that I guess I felt like, I don't know, I felt like I'd love to share because maybe it will help someone. Um, So yeah, let's jump into it. Today I wanted to talk a little bit about um, letting someone in and I guess also about like when it comes to relationships and like starting to date again after a breakup this is important to me and kind of this growth really serves my own kind of soul's purpose because I feel like I've had so many shifts in this area. To give you a brief um, background in general, like I am a very open person. I've had no issue throughout my life letting people in Um, and I've been like totally 100% open book at like as long as I can remember and it wasn't until I got you know a bit older in my life and I remember actually to preface this I remember even being in high school and working with a tutor and she was you know she was my French tutor and she was helping me with one of my essays she would always help me with my grammar and stuff and she was kind of we were discussing this French book that I had been reading and she said to me like well, everybody has secrets. And then she, you know, kept t- kept talking and it was such a moment in passing. But I remember thinking at that time, like, I don't think I have a single secret. Like, I don't think I have anything that I keep just for myself or, or to hide. I was thinking of it at the time. Now, you know, a few years have passed and I guess you have more life experience. But I've realized actually I do have, you know, quote unquote secrets. I wouldn't say I have like things that I'm hiding But I have life experiences that, yeah, I just hold to myself and I don't feel the need to share them with everyone. I mean, I'm sure there's some people in my life who know like absolutely everything, but I don't, I guess, feel the need to discuss all my personal business all the time, I guess, like I did when I was younger. Like, I feel like when you're younger and you're making friends and forming relationships, a lot of it is about being vulnerable, which I guess will relate to our topic as we talk about letting people in, can be so scary for people because it really does test you to be as vulnerable as you'll ever be with other people. And that can seem super scary and maybe a bit embarrassing or whatever it may be, like it, it can be intimidating for sure to share so much about yourself because at that point then I guess the theory is like if you get rejected you feel I guess more rejected if you feel like you opened yourself up and they got to know the real you whereas you know if they never got to know the full you 
it's a lot maybe easier to justify in your head. But I'm not sure if I've mentioned this in another episode or not, but I actually don't believe there's such thing as rejection. I just think like if something's not meant for you, it's not rejection. It's just that it's not meant for you. And, you know, rejection kind of comes with this idea of if something doesn't work out, you're being like pushed back in the way you came, right? Like rejection, I think, feel like almost has this boomerang image of like you going in one direction, bang, you get rejected and you get swinging back to where you came from and you feel like a mess on the way back. But really all it is, is actually, it's it's almost like if you were going down a hallway and a door to the left was open and now it's closed. And now instead of going to the left, you can keep going straight or you can keep going right or whatever it is. It's you're still moving forward, right? When you when something doesn't work out or something falls through or something, you know, you can get it all excited in your head and then it doesn't turn out the way that you want it to. It's actually not about, you know, going backwards or starting again or you know, a, a fresh start. It's it's not it's not you know, starting from ground zero, right? You've, you've gained so much from this past relationship, from this past experience, from this past friendship, whatever it may be that you feel that you are losing, you've gained and learned so much and grown as a person. And now you're able to accept someone else and, and, and approach anything moving forward in your life with this new information, with this new growth, with this new perspective. So I feel like when it comes to this fear of letting people in, it relates to this immediately to this fear of rejection, which I've just, you know, explained that I don't really believe has to be told in this story that we're always telling ourselves, right? This is this is going to be a bit of a side note, but I had an interesting conversation with a good friend um last night and we were all around a table and he was talking about some study that he read about the narrating mind and the experiencing mind. So I'll explain, I guess, the um, experiment that he was discussing. It was about patients who put their hands in cold water for a set period of time. The water was super cold, maybe it was zero degrees or I guess maybe not zero, maybe one degree or something like that. But that's, if you Like, I guess one degree sounds not so bad to us when we go outside in our coats and stuff like that, but one degree, you know, water, even five or six degrees, that's really, really, really cold water. Um, Anyways, so the patients were like, or I guess maybe not the word patients, maybe they would be like the participants. So the participants had to put their hands in cold water. One group put their hand in cold water for a longer period of time. And like he said, you know, let's use the example two minutes. Um, And while their hand was in the water, I think they slowly were adding in warmer water, like without the patient knowing. But I think it was like the, the tiniest variant like it was maybe changing it by one degree or something like that the other group also put their hand in or maybe sorry the um, participants did both they had the they put their hand in the water for two minutes with this slow incremental change of one degree and then they put their hand in the water for something like 30 seconds 
And I guess based on the findings of the study, they found that if people had to choose to do the experience again, they would choose to put their hand in the water for longer because for some strange reason they remembered that that was better because at some point your mind can shut off, I guess, this negative experience and rewire itself. It's crazy how powerful the mind is. This topic came up actually because we were all talking about um, people who go through painful experiences but then do do the th- the thing again, which can be, you know, like breaking a bone and, you know, it's super painful. And then in retrospect, you're like, yeah, it was really painful, but you can't like imagine the pain. Like you can't remember it necessarily. And then we're talking about, you know, people who have more than one child, they give birth and they go through this, you know, super, you know, I guess it depends also everyone's birth is super different, but they go through like a painful experience which then you're like okay it outweighs it because now I have this you know this magical human and you know your brain released all these chemicals to make the experience so positive um and you know for some people it's still not positive but all this to say is I guess that your brain has an experiencing mind I guess where you know in the experience it recognizes how painful something is how traumatizing something is how horrible something is And then you have this narrating mind, which can overwrite this story. So um, your narrating mind is able to say like, you know, when you look back, you know, in two months, your narrating mind is able to say, yeah, it was really bad. And you can remember how that, you know, you remember that you hated and that in the moment you said, I'm never doing that again. But um, in retrospect, you're like, yeah, yeah, it was terrible, but I, I would do it again. Like we talked about how that experience comes up a lot. And, you know, in relation to this study, the patients chose the colder water for two minutes, which kind of doesn't make a lot of sense because even though it was getting warmer, the variation was changing so little and the experience was significantly longer than, you know, the 30 seconds in the straight cold water. But people's minds, I guess, had narrated the fact that it wasn't as bad, even though their hand would have been significantly colder at the end of the two minutes than the 30 seconds, if that makes sense. So I guess as this relates back to, you know, our narrating mind versus our experiencing mind when it comes to relationships is we have, you know, these these traumatizing experiences but also imagine if like we could just take control of our narrating mind and tell ourselves that we're gonna be fine right the the fear around like not wanting to open up or be vulnerable or let someone in i think a lot of it stems from this you know fear of hurt and this fear of rejection and this fear of going backwards this fear of losing something. But if it wasn't meant for you, you didn't lose anything. You just gained a learning experience. And I think if it comes to a point, you know, where something didn't work as you initially wanted it to, and, you know, there is a time to heal, I think we can use this powerful narrating mind. Like, imagine if you could tell yourself right away that actually this is totally fine and this hurts right now but I'm going to be okay and I know I'm going to be okay and I know I'm valuable and I know I'm loved. What if you were able to change that narrative for yourself right from the beginning and remind yourself and trust yourself? I think this is one of my biggest themes this year actually 
in this life, I want to say in life, but especially this year is trusting yourself so much that like just trusting you can heal yourself. You can do, you know, whatever you need to do. Um, I guess now this is super off topic, but I guess I just wanted to connect this with letting people in is removing the sense of fear around it because you can trust yourself that you'll heal. I'm just sort of navigating now like this new chapter, I guess, of letting people in. And for me, it wasn't, I guess, so much of like fear of getting hurt because both times that, or I guess maybe there is more than two, I guess I think of my two, I guess, more uh, largely impactful relationships that I had, but obviously you experience more stuff like in high school and when you're younger than that even. Um, but I guess the, the two main times when, you know, I, I did experience hurt, um, I knew that I recovered from it and I knew that it was okay. And I knew that I came out with way more clarity than I had going into it. And I know how much I learned from both those experiences, including, you know, the hurtful experience, I learned so much from that time. So I think like in all in all, I trust that I'm a better person because of these experiences and because of, you know, all these series of things that I let go and now I'm aware of. And now I know like, okay, this works for me. This doesn't, whatever it may be. And, you know, this goes in every facet. I guess I'm talking more about my personal, more romantic relationships, but this works with family and friends too, right? And, you know, I'm sure throughout your life, um, you lose friends, whether, you know, you drift apart from someone you've known since you were small or whatever it may be, but we do lose people throughout our lives, but we didn't lose we don't, you know, you don't lose part of yourself in that experience. You are always have all of you with you. So when someone moves on or you, you move on, you're both just moving forward, just on your own paths. And maybe your paths just aren't crossing at this time. But sort of after my two sort of larger, I guess, healing experiences had happened, I had kind of decided like, I just became super disinterested, I guess, in letting people in. And it, I was operating not necessarily out of fear, but out of like, almost like it wasn't worth my time or energy, I guess. And maybe that sounds a bit conceited, I guess. But I don't know, like, if someone didn't seem like they were for me, okay, moving forward. And that was it. And like, basically every time I, you know, got asked on a date or whatever it may be, I just like said no. (laughs) And like, I just, I just, unless I, I had kind of decided like, okay, unless this person is like the absolute right person for me, I'm not spending my time going out with them. If that makes sense. I realize now like, and you know, at the time I was like, this is so good for me. I just like, am refusing to let anyone in who doesn't meet me where I need to be met, which is a good thing. You should hold high standards for yourself. You should expect other people to meet those standards and other people to add to your life, right? Like when we let people in, we want them to add something to our life and to make it 
better. It doesn't mean that they have to be perfect and making your life better doesn't mean necessarily making it more pleasant, but maybe you've learned, you learned through them something else or you learned something new or, you know, you, you push yourself in, you know, a way that you're interacting with people that maybe you weren't interacting with before and whatever kind of experience it is, they're at, they're, you know, they're enhancing your life in some form, ideally. And I guess I I was just deciding black and white early on, like, okay, this person probably isn't my lifelong partner. So nope, not going out with you. Sorry, you seem really nice. But I, (laughs) I mean, I didn't say it like that. I'm sure I said like, I'm just not really interested in any form of like romantic relationship right now. I think you're really kind, but um, like, and I would just like, I guess, politely decline. Um, and like, I guess sometimes I didn't even have to say I wasn't interested in a romantic relationship. I would just say like, so sweet of you. Thank you so much. I'm just not interested at this time, but you know, I'm very flattered or whatever it may be. Um, but I guess that's a lot of it, how it was operating. And now, like for the first time, I'm starting to realize, okay, like there is a middle ground here. And I think this is something that I've learned recently and um, maybe you're learning too or are open to learning. But um, I was on kind of this, I guess, high ground of saying I'm not letting anyone in unless they're perfect. But it's impossible. Like, I feel like it's very hard to know right away whether someone's perfect for you right away. And just because they might not be your lifelong partner doesn't mean that you can't still like learn from having this person in your life. Yes, you learn from friends, so you don't necessarily need romantic relationships in your life to learn and to grow and to change as a person, but they still are adding to your life experience, right? So um, earlier, I guess, maybe a little while ago, I guess, uh, I don't, I guess I don't know how many details I want to share about this because I don't really know what's happening with this right now. But anyways, um, my two coworkers, I was speaking about it with them because I had agreed to go out with someone and I came into their office and I was talking to them and I was saying like, they, by the way, I say coworkers, but these are also like my best friends and like some of the reasons like one of them is like part of the reason that I moved to Sweden. <laughs> so it's not just like, I guess, I guess it, it doesn't feel unprofessional in that context. But anyways, um, so I was speaking to them and I was saying like, oh yeah, I, I agreed to go with this person. I just don't know why I did that. Like, oh my God, now I have to do this. You know what I mean? Or whatever. But, um, and they were like, I had, it had been brought to my attention before that I'm seem to constantly be living in the future like I seem to be so excited about my future and planning it and trying to orchestrate everything that I really need to work on being more present um and I need to find this this balance I don't have so much trouble with living in the past that doesn't seem to come up for me so much anymore I mean I'm sure if you were healing from a breakup for example that's a time where it's easy to live in the past because when you question what went wrong you end up looking at past experiences but because I'm not really in that at all anymore um I don't really have that seem to come up and you know I'm fortunate enough that I have a beautiful family and I didn't have like an immense amount of childhood trauma everybody has childhood trauma I believe from slight experiences like I know I have some traumatic experiences actually that I can remember so vividly with 
with teachers or, you know, with other people in my life from a very small age and I have a series of them, but it's nothing that changes my day-to-day life, if that makes sense. And I don't think about it every day, but anyways, um, so I guess I have this thing where I seem to be living in the future a lot and my two good friends had said to me, yeah, but like, this person doesn't have to be like your lifelong person, but it doesn't mean that you can't enjoy your company in the present. And it doesn't mean that you're, you know, quote unquote, wasting time. And I thought about that and I was like, you're so right. Like I'm still learning something from this experience and still growing. Right. Um, and they said, you have to work on, you know, letting people in now and just like enjoying as it is now and you don't have to worry about like what's going to be happening with them going forward because if something doesn't seem right for you you can just trust yourself like they didn't say this but this now I'm realizing to me like I guess I'm narrating to myself like you're right like if this isn't an enjoyable experience I can just move on and let it go but it's as at this point it is an enjoyable experience and so I can allow myself to just get to know someone and and talk to them and you know what I mean like have this kind of fun like getting to know someone experience but um I guess and then you know my other my one of my best friends piped in and said um and you can allow this person's role in your life to evolve like you have to allow them to grow and change and he was so right like I can't I can't predict what this person will be like in six months even or a year and this person probably can't even predict that so I can't decide already that this person you know isn't isn't necessarily my lifelong partner I still don't feel like they are and I'm not saying they ever will be and that maybe it will change but I can't decide who they are in the future I can only decide who I am now is this person aligned with me now and that's it And I think like you can make this choice when you're making a new friend or trying to choose new friendships. Like for me, I know I've moved a few countries and when you move, you do start by choosing friends. And I think actually I'm a better person, a better version of me for it because everywhere I've gone, I choose new friends and it allows me to start from, I guess, a place of like, okay, I've established who I am and who aligns with me now and it allows you to I guess to kind of escape or not escape but move forward even more easily from whoever you were when you were younger right like I feel like I'm not at all the same person as I was in university I feel like I am you know a lot of me is the same like I'm still bubbly and smiley and like I'm still outgoing and social and all these things but I don't like do things that I did at that age for example like I'm not partying on Friday and Saturday and Thursday and you know getting drinks on Tuesday or whatever we were doing in university I'm I'm like so not doing that at all I like barely drink now um and obviously more of me has changed since then but um I think like because I've had these fresh starts it's allowed me to I guess, reselect while also like I've been able to maintain my closest friendships and I have a lot of childhood friends um, and high school friends and like just like amazing, really like invaluable relationships in my life that I think this experience has really like having both ends of it has really allowed me to grow and to continue to be a better person for it. And I think 
when you get to know someone or you choose to meet someone new, like you can just allow whatever will be to be, right? So if you enjoy hanging out with this person, if you feel like you're, you know, benefiting from it in some way, like if you leave hanging out with them in a happier mood and you know it's because who they it's who they are as a person, this is important to analyze, I guess, in relationships and especially if you're in a romantic relationship, do you leave in a happier mood because of who they are as a person or are you leaving in a happier mood because you felt validated that by them even if you didn't like their personality, I guess, or you don't care so much for who they are as a person. I'm not sure if this is making sense, but I guess I mean like if you're going into this relationship expecting or not expecting, but if if the attention from someone else, romantic attention or, you know, having someone else be attracted to you, if that's the only thing, like if you're getting excited that this person is into you, and that's the only thing you think that about them is making you feel fulfilled from experience, I would try to let that experience go personally. But if you feel like you have a conversation with them where you learned something new and like you laughed a lot and you feel like you connect on something, like I remember this is so random, but one person told me once that they, like a guy that I went out with that they, like, I can't remember how this came up at all, at all, but they told me that they think pigs are sort of cute. And I, this is so random, but I actually sort of freaked out about that because I also think pigs are adorable and so smart. You know, they're smarter than dogs and horses. Anyways, pigs are like, I think the third, I want to say the third smartest animal. That's why I don't eat pork actually, because they can feel like emotions so deeply. And anyways, it just doesn't connect with me to be eating pigs. Anyways, so it was just so random that this happened to come up with that this I said like this person asked me I guess if I was vegetarian and I had said like no I'm not really vegetarian. I don't eat like too much meat. I eat a lot of fish. Um but I will eat meat sometimes and I don't really eat like pork or anything like from pigs. And then this person replied like I think pigs are sort of cute and I just actually was like okay. <laughs> This is like the best way this conversation could have ever gone. But anyways, so that's like an experience that I had that was positive with someone that, you know, I didn't necessarily learn something new, but it was, I guess, I felt connected with them and I felt like it was like kind of funny and a bit surprising that they said that. So if you feel like you're having a positive experience with someone, you're growing, you're learning, it's worth opening up, it's worth letting in. It's worth being vulnerable because you're taking something from this experience and you're growing as a person, whether it be through experiencing these positive experiences or um, learning something about yourself. I know I've said that a lot, but it's so true. Um, there's like no other sort of comparison to when it comes to personal growth and learning about yourself than there is in that experience because when you navigate difficult things, you make new choices and you do things that you've never done before. So, of course, you learn something new about you, which is so special. Um, so, just to reiterate, vulnerability is scary. It's tough and it can be really hard. But it can be super good for you and you might benefit from it. With that said... 
Don't just let anyone in. Let someone in who you feel safe with, who you feel comfortable with, who you feel like you're learning from, who you feel like you're growing with. And if you're open to seeing where it goes, it's so much more likely that you will have a positive experience. And if you're experiencing fear around letting someone in, around vulnerability, just trust yourself that you are strong enough to heal from whatever may come from it. You have everything you need. You are capable of pulling yourself together. And just because someone isn't in your life doesn't mean that suddenly you're in pieces. You are totally fine. You will be safe. You are loved. There are so many beautiful experiences to be had in this world and connecting with someone else is one of them. I hope you have an amazing day. I hope you have an amazing week, an amazing month, an amazing life. And I hope that you stay open and that you know that letting someone else in is not necessarily even needing to trust someone else. It's just trusting you and you have all you need. Okay. Thank you so much. And that's all. With love, Audrey.